Welcome to the show, everybody. It's Thursday night, 9 p.m. It's the Mike and Miss show. What's up, Mike? I'm chilling, man. I'm screwing everything up on my path today, man. I'm like a fucking Tasmanian devil. Well, you've got a lot of shit going on in your life, yeah, too. So, I do. you know what? Everybody deserves a little break, a little fucking, you know, we have a big show tonight. Take a fucking deep breath. We got the boys from Against the Cage on the show tonight, as you can see by my background that I made right there. We got a little collabo show going. We are going to bring them on right now. We got Ben Field and Jay Engelston from Cage Wars and Against the Cage. Here we go. There is my boy bang, Ben. Bang. What's happening? And his co-host, Mr. Jay Engelston. How are you guys? How's it going, gentlemen? What's up? What's up? I got to tell you, it's nice to see you guys again because we are fresh off of uh, being treated like absolute VIPs for the first time in our fucking lives up there mm -hmm. at Cage Wars 50. I got to say, thank you very much for the hospitality, the show, the, the, the hospitality, like the family atmosphere, everything about it was fantastic. So thank you guys for that. You're welcome. Now you are family, gentlemen. That's that's what Slim said at the end of the yes. night. I was going to say, you guys have been, it's like, you know, you go to somebody's house once, like, don't ask me to get something to drink, bring your ass to the fridge. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now, I got to tell you, this was Mike and I's first experience at Cage Wars. I will say that I was beyond impressed. Like, I'm not just blowing smoke up you guys' ass for real. Like, every aspect about it, from the official weigh-ins to the weigh-ins to the show itself to the action inside the ring. The production value, everything about it was fucking fantastic. Um, what is it? I'll give it, I'll give you guys each a chance to say this. What is it that sets Cage Wars apart from any of the other Emmy shows that are out there? Because Jay, I think, we took I think two leads. cherries in one night, bro. It's like college again. <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah. ahead, Ben. We like that too. Unlike college. <laughs> I, I think what really sets Cage Wars apart from any other promotion, like when I first started podcasting, it was covering the entire sport. I ran through two shows and I decided I wanted to work with amateur fighters. I talked to promoters up and down the East coast. And this was the only promotion that truly genuinely gave a shit, not just about like fighter safety, but the development in the future of these athletes themselves. It's not just about the dollar sign. It's not even about the dollar sign. It's about the fighters, their safety, and their future. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, my take on the whole thing is just since I've been around since the inception of Upstate MMA almost 15 years ago now, I think it's one of the things where you learn from previous mistakes, not saying Cage Wars is mistakes, but other promotions, um, taking things that work for them, taking things that work for you, kind of mixing it all together and and making it, I don't know, but like a nice, friendly show. Because, you know, you've been to shows where you're like, really? This is what we're doing here? Like, to make it comfortable in a nice atmosphere and make sure everybody's taken care of. That whole family vibe, that's real. Like, I own the rival promotion for a long time against Tim, and Tim's one of my best friends now. So it's like that whole dichotomy of we should do this, we should do that, let's do it. And to watch – it from its infant stage till now is just like it's kind of like watching my daughter grow up in a sense it's like that's my kid over there too cage wars and upstate mma in a whole i thought it was great uh from beginning to end and 
even the day before, uh, before the official weigh-ins, when we walked up and we met pretty much everybody there the day before, everyone was like, hey, uh, have some empanadas. They're homemade. Eat this food. <laughs> oh, uh, then they're like, oh, Felix. you know, Ben's like, go and take some professional pictures. They'll take professional pictures and just send them to you. And then, oh, hey, what size T-shirt are you? Here's a couple of T-shirts. Look at beautiful T-shirt. Kate Dwarf's 50. Thank you I for that. You know, <laughs> Jay, I think I got yours. It's man. out for Harambe. <laughs> and then Tim comes up. He's like, go and eat from the buffet. There's food. Go and eat. We don't eat. He's telling us again, go eat, go eat, go eat. Mm -hmm. And then the next day he's like, oh, we were going to give you guys these VIP seats like inside of the divider. And he said, but we're going to have to put you at a media table. Hope you guys don't mind. Obviously, he was joking, but like we were thinking like it was going to be in the back a little more. So we we're like, oh, we're just happy to be here. No problem. We leave. Then we get a video from Ben saying, this is where you're sitting against the cage, pun intended. You could have oil checked somebody like you were that close. Yo, it dude, where, where, where the Mark Moses, Jarrell Wicks fight ended was one and a half feet in front of my nose. Like mm -hmm. I could have, I could have motorboated Mark Moses' asshole from, from where I was sitting. <laughs> See, and not, when you live to tell the tale. <laughs> I, I told you guys too. I said, bring your poncho because you're in the splash zone at that point. Story oh, okay. from what was it? Cage Wars 48 was the one we, or was it 40, 47 or 48 that we actually went down in the armory, Jay? 40. It was 40. 48. 47 i think no, 48 was 48 was no. yeah so 48 the main event was cole alexanian versus Corey butts for the 165 pound title and there i am sitting at the commentary desk running my mouth per usual and they were right in front of us yammering away at each other in the clinch so me being the idiot i am you know not realizing here we are in a fucking 90 degree armory with humidity so quick like you were having beads of sweat going from nipple to nutsack in record fucking time, bro. It was hot and humid. So I yep. leaned forward and took my headset off like this and got a fucking mouthful of sweat. Uh, it was disgusting. If you go back, watch the fight on YouTube, you'll hear me say it. It's, uh, so it's you like were in two guys, zone. many cups. <laughs> That's fucking fantastic. I now, just, I, go ahead. Now, uh, no, go ahead. Can you continue? I was gonna just say a quick a quick story. I judged the cage combat show probably like eleven years ago, and I thought I had sweat on my head. So I'm like, oh, I got some sweat. Well, I went like this and look, I got blood all over my hand. Look up all my paperwork; it's covered in blood. But I got love that shit. You gotta love that shit. When I uh, when I interviewed uh, Travis Thompson at the last BK uh, BKFC event that we went to, I had his blood on my hand, and uh, as I was talking to him, I realized it because I noticed that. His knuckles were all bloody and he had like grabbed my hand on the way out of the ring. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, dude? I'm pretty sure this is your, your fucking blood right here. He's like, don't you ever fucking wash that hand. <laughs> After uh, <laughs> yeah, Corey yeah. Norman versus Al Morrow, too, I looked right at Corey during the post fight and said, you got a little schmutz right here and wiped it off his face. He had a little schmutz. bit of blood. It, it was schmutz. Much. You now, like that now, term, Ian? You can use it free of charge. Yeah. Nipple to nutsack. Now, boys. When we showed up, before we showed up, there was 17 fights on the card. There ended up being 13 total. Do you Can you give us some insight on the reason behind the four fights that were pulled from the card? 
Well, one half. I, I only know one of. I know one of them. I don't know the other three. I don't remember if we learned the other three reasons. What's the one that you know? Because the one happened Logan, while Jay Logan and I were okay. The Logan Sam Maria Joe Crable happened while Jay and I were interviewing Logan Sam Maria. Jay, I'll let you tell that story. Oh, we're live on the air, and Logan gets a text message. Looks down, looks up, and next thing you know, finds out that uh, Crable had uh, COVID. Oh. Live on the air. So we're trying to keep the like Ben's texting me is like, should we keep should we cut this sh- short right now? I'm like, yeah, probably a good idea. But he was a champ about it. And like, I mean, he understood that's part of the fucking game, but you know. Fucking COVID, dude. Jesus Christ. And then there was two other ones. So Logan Weaver's opponent just decided to, you know, take her sweet time with her medicals and then I'm- show up late and then eat a meal before weighing in and then fucking disappearing. It was just a shit show. I'm going to opt not to comment because I believe that fight is going to be rebooked um, Uh, from my knowledge. So I'm going to refrain from comment because I still have to work professionally with Uh both parties. Uh And um, for me to comment on what happened uh, would not be fair. Um, I understand. (laughs) Because I've certainly got a fucking opinion on that. Well, Mike and I can have an opinion, right? Mike, uh-huh. what's your opinion sure, on it, sure Michael? My, sure all right, let me I, let me guess what your opinion is, Mike. Would your opinion be that somebody would only be able to be that fucking stupid on certain things only if their parents were siblings? Because that's the only thing that would register with me that could potentially <laughs> be your opinion. I don't mean to put words my in your opinion. mouth. <laughs> that's absolutely his opinion. That's my opinion. Never came out of my mouth, though. Um, look it. If you're going to go to your first day on the job, right? And you fucking pull all sorts of crazy ass shit before you make it to work. Dude, your ass is fucking fired in my world. <laughs> I ain't even fucking asking for you to come back. I don't know. And, and here we go. Look, at everybody should get a second chance. Da, 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 da. But at some point, that you got to like fucking pay the piper, man. You got to fucking do what you got to do. That was do. like her third Show chance, up on Mike. time. Be professional. I know it's an amateur fight, but you have to be professional. I mean, Absolutely. it's crazy. You be professional in anything you do in life. Don't be a fucking stunad. You know Don't what I mean? Stunad. Our, our stunad of the week. Maybe I know. I know Ben had a good idea for a stunad of the week, but uh, <laughs> Rachel Greenwood might be the fucking nominee right now. So, but, um, Mr. Tomlinson in the comments is asking if I am Big Ben. I would be considered average-sized Ben at best. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna not need big like ben. yeah. No, no, dude, not even with a run and start. Sorry. I have a picture of us with Big Ben. I'll pull it up in a little bit to to show you, Zion. All right. So, guys, there was 13 fights of the night. I mean, 13 13 fights on the night. There were four fight award winners, knockout of the night, submission of the night, performance of the night, fight of the night. In the green room right now, we have our first guest of the evening who happened to be the recipient of performance of the night where he absolutely dominated the living fuck out of is that proper terminology living i think so yeah out of his opponent uh why don't we bring him in he is the uh what do you call him ben the fucking bear fighter the uh he is (laughs) the macedonian monster that's what he is. There we but. go. Let's bring him in. His name is Mendy Chukaleski. What's going on, brother? You know, uh, I feel like we just saw you. I know, right? Look at all you guys. I didn't know you were going to be on here. 
<laughs> Mendy, it's a motherfucking party, bro. I like how Mendy knows red is his color. Mendy, you were dressed like you were going to move cocaine across state lines for the after party, bro. Did you bring a little blow to this party, or are we going to have to ride this solo? What's the deal here? No, I'm clean, man. All right. Well, John Jones is turned around. He's not coming anymore. So, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, so, so Mendy, we saw you uh, after the fight, but let's talk a little bit about your your uh, your scrap with Northern McCullough, dude. Uh, was the game plan to go in there, stay on your feet, and strike the entire time, or was that just something that happened by osmosis? No, that was it. I. I had to get him out first round because he was a wrestler. So I knew they were going to expect the wrestling match, you know? So, and last time I didn't even throw a punch. So, you know, I knew this time I was going to come out and try to put him out basically. And like Ben said in the commentary, he said, you know, put my testing, my striking the test and see what we do, I guess. But it was good, man. I, I was excited. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. It was just, it was some, it was something else. See, and the reason that I, I was so persuaded and Jay, we talked about this. We even talked about it with, with Mike and Mish, like when it came to giving the performance of the night, which is based on the performance of the athlete. And I'm going to get into this in a second. There was nobody other than John Virouette on the card who had a dominating woodside performance. And he, still his wasn't as one-sided as yours, Mendy. So like it was, it was an obvious shoe in for you to, to get that award. I got to give it out to Northern, man. That kid took a lot. I hit him so many times, and he was still in it. You know, you, I could tell he was blocking, and I would hit him, and his head would bounce. And and I knew uh, Dan was going to stop the fight because I went at him, I think, the first, like, 30 seconds, and then I stopped, and then I went at him again because I knew it. I knew he wasn't going to let it go any further, you know, because I hit him so many times. So then I just kept going, and that was it. You were crushing him with the uppercuts over and over and over again. And that's when you were saying his head was bouncing. And that's what they what that's what was happening. He was catching those uppercuts square. I mean tough kid. I, I have some highlights that I was gonna bring up, but as Ben saw before we came on the show, for some reason it's not playing correctly. So it's kind of pissed me off, but I'll send it to you when the show's over, unless I already did. Let me put it like this. Mendy punches so hard that if he hit me like that, it would look like Thanos just fucking snapped his finger. I would. <laughs> I wouldn't have stand to, a, to make a chance of a fart in a windstorm in the cage with Mendy. He almost turned me to dust by taking me down before the post fight. Now, hey, uh, check out the, the comment by, by Ian Olsen here. Mendy doesn't look like he's even been in a fight at all. Um, he did me. he did, did, did he did he land one on you? Once he did on the side, uh, within the exchange, half halfway through, I think it was. That's when I. That's when he. When I slowed down a little bit, that's when he caught me. And then, it was the head kick that started it all. I feel like in the beginning, because he blocked the head kick, but it went. It still hit him. You know, it still went through the hand, and then, and then that was it. I knew. I knew the head kick affected him from the beginning, and then I went at him from there. Sure. Let me ask you, Mendy, because I, I met you after your first fight. I actually officially met you after you, you dominated Luis and pulled off one of the biggest upsets in Cage Wars history. Um, I, if, if you go back and you look at this, what was basically a glorified mugging, like if he had a wallet, he would have fucking given it to you. 
was that more satisfying now than like the first fight? Because you told me after I met you, after beating Luis, you wanted to work on your striking. And clearly you did, as I said, mission accomplished, all pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like wrestling, man. So now I'm going to, uh, yeah, my third fight. Now I can strike on the ground too. Wow, I can't wait. Oh, oh, no. Oh, man. I know. I'm excited. There's going to be <laughs> like, a different game. Yeah. With the ground. People strike. shaped holes in the canvas at Cage Wars from Mendy fucking just pounding them through the mat. Here we go. It's going to look like cartoons. Now, let me ask Ben and Jay this question. Um, in his in his division, who do you see? We don't know. We don't know the fighters very well. Uh, do you have a fighter in mind that is perfect for for Mendy coming up? Like, could he be ready for a quick turnaround? You got somebody in mind? I do. I I have a great idea in mind, but this is one that I don't necessarily know if it would happen. March. Um, did you guys see? Michael Asifo versus Ricardo Henderson. It was Cage Wars 49. Jay, you remember that kid, Asifo? Mm -hmm. That's who I want to see Mendy fight next because the kid's got good grappling. He's got good Muay Thai, very well-rounded mixed martial artist. And as we can see, Mendy is like a dry sponge when it comes to taking in knowledge with mixed martial arts. He just soaks it right the fuck in. Mm -hmm. I, I really think that would be an incredible fight personally. I agree with that. I don't know who that is, but we'll see, I guess. <laughs> uh, Logan yeah. says he's a Canadian beast. Hey. I think it'd be a great fight. I can't help it. <laughs> you know, we ran into Mendy after the fight that night at the Chinese restaurant. The Chinese restaurant, by the way, that every other table in the restaurant were same side sitting, which mm-hmm. is fucking weird to me. Yep. I don't know if you guys, when you guys go to a restaurant... <laughs> Well, there's like to... three fucking feet of, of space in there. We walked out of the restaurant before me and Ben did. <laughs> Who, oh, what, what happened? They wanted Remember? to kill Jay. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I told them I had a they go after me. me. Tell her, I tell the waitress, they were already getting ready to, they had ordered their drinks or whatever. I got ordered a drink, I sat down, she's like, all right, ready to order. I'm like, well, I have a shellfish allergy. I don't know if you got like clean stuff or like not cook it. She's like, come back. She's like, I'm sorry, we can't do that. That was the first time I've ever been anywhere where they couldn't clean it. Well, we can't move the. They must have like a walk that's embedded into the counter or something where they can't. <laughs> yeah. Our chef is also on food stamps, so he didn't want to do the extra dishes, sir. So she's like, oh, "I'm sorry, I just, I just can't do it." So we're like, "All right, let's go to Druthers across the street." So we went, we went to Druthers. Wow. <laughs> uh, they don't care about your business. <laughs> yeah, we drank and then left. Yeah. Did you guys like the food, Mish? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the food was good. I We had a good time in that restaurant. Yeah. They were nice to us. But uh, I, I pointed out, because I worked in a restaurant for a long time, and, like, we used to call I, – I, I thought it was weird. It was me and Mike were sitting across from each other, like, at, a ang, on a, at an angle. And then we looked around, and there was four other tables eating, and all four tables had, a wife, like, a husband and wife sitting side by side <laughs> eating. Uh-huh. And I was like, nobody fucking does that, dude. I was like, Mike, look at this place. This is weird. You're in the New York, working. asshole. We're weird people. Like, right. what the fuck is that did you expect? Oh. <laughs> like, okay. Even ben. funnier, every person in there – somehow heard like Kyle must have been yelling because he said that was everybody sitting on the same side. That's weird. 
every couple heard him and like so one person said something like yeah well you know we like to sit next to each other and then the other person over in the corner was like yeah what do you got a problem with that and then someone over here and then everybody started talking and we were laughing because we're we were sitting as far apart from each other as we possibly could at a four seat table well it's because you and can we're... smell his balls like yeah. he's been yeah. sweating all day what do you want that's funny. Yeah. I, I engaged in a conversation with the entire fucking little restaurant there. Yeah. I'm what like, did you yes. do, play, I was like, play? I think it's fucking weird. I was like, I think it's it's strange. I pissed I'm off not... a whole restaurant of people. Just played like, look at like, all these fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, maybe my wife doesn't like me as much as you two. You guys like each other. Well, she sits across from me at a restaurant, and we like to look at each other. But whatever. Unless you guys are getting handies around this place, and then and then more power to you. <laughs> there was a guy. I don't know who knows. <laughs> This was somebody in the in the bare knuckle community that put up a photo today with fucking that uh, Sean Wheelock, the guy with the really long face. Yeah, you know, who, yeah, Sean yep. Wheelock and, and lights out Lido. Yeah, and they they got the Dukes up. They're doing the fist. Meanwhile, the guy in the middle of the photo that took the picture with him looks like he's about ready to give a hand job. Does somebody <laughs> want to teach whoever that fucking dude is how to make a fist? <laughs> I gotta see this photo now, dude. Bro, I I've got to find it. I don't know where it was. I don't know who posted it, but like, uh, he looks like he's going straight for playing which J-O. In, in the middle? In Mike's the middle? trying to find it right yeah, now. Ryan he, Jones. Well, tell him he looks like he's getting ready to jerk somebody off. Maybe he's not. Somebody want to give him the memo? Like, he's fighting this weekend. With the bare knuckles? He's fighting this weekend. Well, uh, I uh, hope that, like, does he think that this is a fist then? Is this like the. What's the that's deal the here? Cobra. He's going to yeah. go in there with a rubber fist the taped up. That's right. Bless his heart. All right. Well, hey, Mendy. Amen. Are you trying to get back in there in March, or are you going to give it a little time and uh, rest up a little bit? When the hell can we see you back in there? Coming off a performance of the night, it was the most dominating performance of the night. You beat the living shit out of Northern McCullough. Good for him. What's next for you? Tell me when you can see you back in there. Probably in April, more realistically. To be honest. I better fucking see you at the at the fights though in March. Oh, yeah, we're gonna come for sure. We'll oh, guest list your fine ass. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> my buddy actually that you followed, uh, he's fighting on the card that's on the twelfth, I think, which is that Saturday. Uh, bare knuckle, the one here in New York, not this one. Yeah, the other one. So, and this one, the one in March, is on Friday. What, what's going on here, Mike? What's up? Why is that on the screen? <sighs> Oh, my because one. he's having Knuckle a Mania? rough day. No, you. Oh, you, okay. <laughs> you, you threw up this weekend. Okay, keep going. You're good. You're good. Uh, yeah. So he's fighting that Saturday. So we're gonna go to his, and then we'll come Friday. We'll come to the Cage Wars one, and then he's fighting Saturday, the bare knuckle one that's in uh, Seneca Allegheny Casino. Allegheny, yep, that one over there. Oh, we um, don't have that one. So yeah, there's your plan, Mish. Yeah, you come fucking cool. cop a room out. Somebody who's fighting on the card. Logan, if you're fighting in March, Kyle's going to sleep on your floor. See, look, we got your sleeping arrangement. You can cover two events in, in a weekend, bro. Yeah, Ben really wants me to get there. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull that off, though, man. I've got we'll too much shit going on in my life right now, especially with an impending doom snow, uh, snowstorm and army training this weekend. Every Everybody sees snow in the forecast, and they start fucking losing their goddamn Fuck minds. That snowstorm. It's like living up here in vacation towns and seeing New Jersey plates. You're just like, oh, son of a bitch. Hey, I live on the main thoroughfare of Killington, Vermont, so I get to see New Jersey. Uh, you name it, coming through my town. Well, today, today, uh, so you, as you guys know, I'm, I'm 
first sergeant in my company and like everybody's trained they're changing plans and shit for this weekend and it's like you know like ian says in the comments there everybody go get your milk and milk and bread go get the gotta get the milk and bread gotta get the milk and bread give me an ounce and a 12 pack i don't need milk and bread (laughs) fuck that (laughs) all right well we wanted to have you have you pop on here, say a few things, Mendy. Um, you want to say a few things to a few people before we let you go. We're going to bring a couple other people on here, but shout some people out. Somebody contributed to this fucking incredible performance that you put out there on uh, Saturday night. So the floor yeah. is yours. Yeah, thank you. Uh, my training partners, my family, friends, uh, my girlfriend, um, that's about it, man. People at UA, I got a small team. You know, we stick together and train hard. Um, that's it. Appreciate them all. Thank you. Thank you, guys, Cage Wars as well, putting events together. You know, I appreciate it. And it's a lot of fun, I tell you guys. <laughs> love it all. You know, that's why I dress, man. Like me, I think me and Jarrell were the only two guys dressed. Maybe Corey was dressed too. But – I don't know. I like it. You know, it's an event. You know, we go out to have fun, dress, go out, fight, then dress it back up, you know? <laughs> you blocked those pussies in the comments. <laughs> Fuck you, love face. Sorry. No, you're good. Thank you, guys. No, Mendy, you are welcome. Mendy, before you go, I saw you were trying to push your Instagram the other day. Give everybody that Instagram handle. Um. You can just search my name, Mendy, M-E-N-D-E, or it's Baby Hulk 315 um, Follow me, please. I followed you on both my accounts. Appreciate it. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it's you. right there at the bottom for those who are watching right now. So go ahead and follow him. Give the man a follow because he's going to be a superstar very, very soon. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks it. to these fine gentlemen at Cage Wars giving him a platform to fucking display his talents. Thank you very much for coming on. We appreciate your time as always, man, and we'll catch up with you down the road. Thank you for having me, guys. Right, thanks, man. brother. Yeah, thanks. Bye-bye. I have something I want to share with everybody, but I'm going to have to get mm-hmm. off my fat mm-hmm. turkey ass here to go get it, so just no. bear with me. Turkey Damn, son. Ass. Now, what did you – but uh, while he's away, Jay – yeah. Tell me, tell me your uh, your your thoughts on the Jarrell uh, Moses fight. Oh, shoot. I think that was a culmination of Jarrell's frustration over the last couple of years in that in fights. And um, I was saying in the commentary, he looked calm. Like the game, if that was their game plan to just make sure that they didn't go too crazy, which you could tell, he kind of started to ramp it up a little bit, and then he brought himself back, and then he just he lit him up, which was. Oh man, the second he like because at first his back was to the cage. As soon as he turned off the cage and got Moses against the cage, it was fucking it was good night, Irene, for old madman there. That was (laughs) good knee in there. And 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 can you guys confirm something that that like so me and Mike did an interview with Mark Moses earlier in the day? I'm gonna be well, that fucking interview aged like milk on a hot day. Yeah, yeah but you know, <laughs> right? what, though? You, you know what though? That thing picked up so much steam on the fucking on like YouTube and shit because this <laughs> uh-huh. dude has so much people that just hate his fucking ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. they hate him. And they I was like, hate him. Yeah, and I'm like, man, I fucking love the dude. He's like, I th- it's like. He goes, yo, Ben, I heard your joke about my C-section scar. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. And he thought it was funny, though. Like He's got he's just a under 1,000 views right now. And within a week on YouTube, <laughs> not too bad on our channel. Yeah, it's, um, 
Yeah, it's like I, we put that up there, and like all I knew that he is that he fought at Street Beefs, right? Mm-hmm. And then he does that interview with us where he where he talked about getting stabbed and how like <laughs> yeah. the the guy from Street Beefs is a fucking crook and all the <laughs> shit. And I'm like, well, no oh. shit. Like I was like, oh okay, in backyards. I, I didn't. Oh, I was. I didn't see that coming. But the comments whatever. are vicious. Every comment is just this. ripping him apart. Yo, I'm going right this now. guy is the biggest baby I've ever seen. Every fight he, I've seen of him either gets knocked out or quits after two minutes. He's also a pathological liar. I don't know why any organization will let him fight at all. He's a liability. He acts like he's the toughest man in the world, too. Win a fight before you act the way you do. He hasn't earned the right to act like that. That's just You've one. already sold it. That's just selling. one fucking comment. In a damn that was one comment? One comment Jesus on YouTube. Christ. If you go to Street Beefs or the guy, Chris Wilmore, who runs Street Beefs, they posted some stuff. It's like a hundred something comments worth of shit. I don't know what this guy did to them, but they do not well, like him. First things first, fuck the guy from Street Beefs. Because all that is is glorified fucking bum fights 2.0. He's a scumbag fucking moochie motherfucker. Well, well, Who only cares about dollar I, bills? That fucking vagina. I have a new farm this for it takes it was a lot of money for that plywood. Plywood wasn't fucking oh, cheap. So yeah. fucking you know what? I got a fucking offer for him. How about he comes and steps into the cage and sees fucking what real athletes do instead of putting a bunch of fucking beer drinks drinking ebt users into fucking backyard cages the fucking asshole like oh my god dude you want to go fucking start a promotion just pick people out of the fucking welfare line and call up your prison hey who's getting out this week you guys you're a fucking douchebag you're a piece of shit for putting on that fucking promotion he's no better than the scumbag from one fc and that's all i've got on that one uh that's all ben Jeez. for now for now, he says. For now, but hey, the 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 um, it, I don't know if it's true or not, or if somebody doctored it on the internet. Was um the reason due to an asthma attack that he, did he lose due? That's to what asthma? I was told. Yeah, he had it. So like, I, I don't know if it was an asthma attack because sure. Jarrell belted him in the it, it fucking was. body. Well, but yes, let's also, I, I, yeah. That's what it says. And if you watch the video, I actually have video where um, as soon as the fight ends, he falls. You know, he calls. He puts his hand out. Big Dan stops it. He falls to his knees and then Big Dan goes over to his corner. And I believe they throw his inhaler in and Big Dan brings it up to him. So that was Jesus. his. That was he didn't his... he didn't pull the Greg Hardy and just rip that fucker in between rounds. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know I couldn't do <laughs> hit that, that some bitch like a bong in between rounds and keep fucking going. Oh man, home dog oh, man. was in the hospital three weeks before with COVID, like COVID pneumonia, yeah. swimming yeah. in his own fucking fluids. Yep. So God bless him for showing up. Yeah, he he got in there and he fought, which is a lot more than you could say about a lot of people. He came out um, to broken glass by Stone Cold. The Stone Cold, Stone, yeah, Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin thing. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> you know what he should have done is ripped a few beers before he got in the ring. That would have been fucking even better. No, because that worked out real well for Tanner Payne when he fucking <laughs> fought Cole Alexander, dude. It was fifty-one seconds, and forty-eight of them were them circling around the cage. Before Cole unloaded just one combination that factory reset a grown man. Pickety pop pop. Look at that. There it is. TKO. <laughs> they fucking listed as that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> they actually listed it as yeah. that. I was like, I've never seen any, I've never seen that listed before. Never seen that ever. 
how's the fight end? Snap, nap, or asthma attack? <laughs> oh my god, I'm done with Dude, this. How'd you win your fight? Uh, asthma attack. <laughs> oh, cool. That's why I was asking you guys because I thought somebody went in and doctored this shit up on the no, internet. Dude, like, that's, that's that shit is it's legit. like Wikipedia going and changing shit. Yeah, I won I my pull, fight. I just from... pulled that on to off topology just now. Oh shit! Jesus Don't worry, Christ. I won my fight via gestational diabetes, so it all works out good. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? All right, all right. We got another guest that's in the in the uh, green room right now. He was the co-main event winner. He is the two-time heavyweight champion for Cage Wars, and he is our friend, the Postmaster, Al Morrow. What's going on, brother? Hi there. <laughs> Hi there. Everybody say hello to Al. Hi, Al. Kirby the Frog here. <laughs> Al, man, dude, outstanding performance at this event. Like, you, you never gave the man a chance from the first bell to when they stopped it. You even started yelling at him like an absolute fucking psychopath at one point. <laughs> uh, I have the video here if it works. Uh, ladies and gentlemen at home, I've been having a bad day, and I was trying to load these videos up, and, and they were not working. And then I deleted our intro by accident, and then I fucking put a picture on the screen for no goddamn reason. I'm not having oh, your blood pressure. Relax. <laughs> Anyways, let's roll the film, shall we? Just watching that body shot, I think I shit my pants. <laughs> like, I don't know if Matt felt that. <laughs> uh, bruised one of his. So Matt messaged me. I just want to go ahead and Jay, you messaged me before Matt did. So hands off to you yeah. on being the better Dr. Phil here. Matt gave me permission to disclose this. He went to his doctor today. He has hairline fractures on his orbital bone and his jaw and a bruised or a couple of bruised ribs. And the leg kick that Al gave him after the fight, he said, holy shit, I feel like I got kicked by a mule. <laughs> oh, my God. Al, did you feel better than ever? Are you Are you just you just keep on getting better? You're ready to keep rolling? <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> no, what What did you say? Uh, Matt had, is he okay? Or, uh, oh. Broke or a hairline fracture in the jaw, the orbital bone, bruised ribs, and felt like he got kicked by a mule. Right. Sorry, I don't like hearing that. That's my that's my bad. Uh, I never like hearing that after the fact. Um, excuse me. Um, it it was a fun fight. Uh, I respect Matt a lot. Uh, excuse me. I never like seeing that after the fact. Um. You know, I know that's the, that's the, everyone sees us as, you know, we're big, uh, <clears throat> you know, barbaric people. We go in and we just try to hurt people. I, I never, I never want that. Um, but, uh, but no, it was a good fight. Uh, a lot of it was, uh, you know, over the course of the last, ever since I lost to Corey, my, uh, my coach kind of pulled me aside and said, you know, you really need to, uh, 
bring out the the mean guy every fight, you know, and because I have moments everywhere, um, you know, whether it's in the gym or in life, sometimes I just have, ah, like, you know, moments and you just turn in, you know, retard strength and everything and, you know, all these things. And, uh, and basically it scared the poor <laughs> Susan. How you doing, Susan? But, uh, but, you know, so there was, uh, you know, a lot of it was just conditioning. My, my fight with Corey was, uh, a lot of focusing on like skip rope and hitting the bag for like prolonged periods of time, but not a hundred percent. And then this fight was, you know, something as simple as turning on like boss root and DVDs and just, uh, you know, five minute rounds, just blasting the bag as hard as you can and doing that consistently over every single day. And so my whole goal was just not to punch myself out. Uh, you know, a big idol of mine, Jackie Marciano. And I try and pattern myself a lot after him because I have ironically the same reach 67 inches as he's, as he did, uh, I'm about the same height, you know, same type of baldness. I'm an Italian American and, uh, you know, I just kind of bore forward, but, uh, sorry about the whole getting emotional thing. We have to jump, but, uh, but, um, so speaking yeah. of getting emotional, Al, and this was something, this is what I got off my and I quote fat Turkey ass to go get, um, Al, you got these as well. Matt Boyce for the New York mixed martial arts scene is a bit of an OG, Mm -hmm. uh, if there were to ever be a, a New York mixed martial arts hall of fame, I feel like Matt Boyce should be at least considered for his contributions. And, um, Absolutely. I got the two cards. Yeah. Yeah. Signed, <laughs> uh, tops cards from Matt Boyce that just, you know what I mean? He put them in the cases. He signed them. He gave them to me. These really Matt, yeah. if you're watching, man, these are some of the, you know, the greatest gifts I've ever received doing this. And uh, these will forever hold a special place in my heart. Yeah. So, uh, so it's cool. Uh, one of my first events ever, if not my first, uh, my first event was in Amsterdam, New York. It was outside Duff home. I think I was at the gym for maybe, maybe a month or two. And Duff had, I think one guy on that card and he's like, Hey, do you want to come watch? I said, sure. So I went up there. I got to sit back in the crowd and stuff. And one of the first fights of the night, I think it was like Matt's even, second or third fight or something like that at that point. Mm -hmm. And I got to see him fight. So it was really cool. I saw him like, uh, you know, going up and everyone's just like, oh man, but it's amateurs. It doesn't matter if it's amateurs or pro. It's so you watch someone come up, you know, and it's cool. And I saw him, uh, I remember I won the heavyweight title for Mark Worthington. And then uh, I went down a weight class and I saw <laughs> Matt knock out Michael Lessie. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what a bullet. I just fucking touched. And so I, and so I kept thinking, I'm like, that dude's been knocking people dead for over 10 years. That's so, this photo right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and so uh, because I saw how big Matt and Mike were, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, you know, I at the time I was like 210, you know, 215. Uh, love you, Timmy. Uh these fucking guys, he says. These <laughs> fucking guys. Hey. <laughs> but, hey. But, you know, so when I got on the mic, uh, I wasn't sure where he was. I wanted him to talk, too. But I just wanted to let him know that, you know, I uh, I, I respected him for, you know, watching him. You know, I was 14. Now I'm 24, 10 years later, and I'm fighting someone that I've been watching right along. It was a weird experience, you know. So uh, I have nothing but respect for, for Matt, and I just hope he's okay. Well, like Joe Ivy said in the in the comments, I know you got emotional and and yeah. honestly, you being the way you are, the class act that you are, 
um, the way Corey presents himself, the way Mandy does, uh, Matt Boyce, you, it really does speak to the to the class in the organization for sure. Like, absolutely, uh, maybe not the asthma attack guy. I'm just, <laughs> I, was, I was crying. Well, no, I was laughing Mark. so hard no. before you guys got me out. Oh my god! Yeah, I, went, I, I went chat. <laughs> Is that the new segment here on, on Mission Accomplished? Is like we're just oh you guys do the student out of the week. We're just gonna have Ben come on and bitch about something for five minutes. Yeah, that was pretty fucking fantastic. Um, nah, man, but like that performance, you 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 went out there. It did go to a second. Uh, that it was definitely I I don't know if if Jay and and Ben and Mike, do you agree? That was a 10-8. It never went to the ground, but that was like a 10-8 on the feet, right? In the first Jay game. was in Matt's corner, yeah. by the way. Oh, you were? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it was a 10-8. I mean, in between the first and second round, Dan grabbed me and said, no, if it keeps going like that, I'm going to have to stop it. I'm like, that's no problem at all. And that's why Matt has that, that picture up of him and Dan <laughs> where he's laughing about it. So I – so funny about that was I, uh, you know, I saw at the end of the first and I, I thought for one, I was getting pissed cause he wasn't going down. Cause I had seen, <laughs> I was, in my opinion, I think I hit harder than a lot of guys around and yeah. I've, I've seen Matt get dropped before in previous fights. I'm like, if I hit him clean, he'll go down. And I'm like, I know I've hit him harder than he's got hit. And then after the fight, uh, you know, he, uh, he looked at me. He's just like, I, I told myself I was not going to go down. And when someone makes up their mind like that, it's, you know, really hard to convince them otherwise. And, and that's why, you know, um, I have all the respect. A lot of men would have crumbled from those. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in my opinion, that's the only, I guess, brag that I'll give myself is I know I, I have heavy hands and the fact that he didn't even look at me like, eh. It just kept eating them, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I'm like, "Like, I got a bitch about to get banned in the comments on YouTube. Get him, right. sick him, motherfuckers on YouTube spamming the comments. Get him, Mike. Get oh, that motherfucker. That guy, Iraq get him. Get him. What a sick name, him, bitch. What a name. Iraq Damn, son. Iraq <laughs> God, got another but, one. But you know, uh, but that was the thing is like after when he stopped it. Uh, and I was talking to Matt. He's like, were you punching yourself? I said, no, I was ready to go all, all nine minutes. But uh, there was still a few moments where I'm like, I got to slow down for a second just in case something stupid. Because it came to a point to where I was hitting him a lot. And he caught me with like a right hand over the top. I'm like, I get sloppy. I got to like wrap this up now. And then uh, I just remember I hit his arm to jack his arm up, hit the body to try and get his hands down then duff scream look where they're going and i hit him on the nose and that's when i saw dan start to creep in and i said all right just hit him and it'll stop it is all that was going through my mind but i man like i i tell you what i i think if i had hit just about anyone else that night i think that would have been a i could have been against Ghana and would have been confident he would have gone down for all i know you know like just from the amount and then matt's looking at me like nah. <laughs> nope I'm good. Matt, Matt Boyce could have French kissed a moving fucking freight train that <laughs> yeah. night, and he would have stayed standing. There was just yeah. nothing that was taking him off his feet. Yeah. It was really amazing. And, like, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it's really rare to see a 10-8 round that never goes to the floor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was it was a 10-8 on the feet the entire time. You actually, unless, you know, you see it in boxing with knockdowns, but there was no knockdowns. He, Boyce never went to the floor. Right. And then – 
we're like, wow, he made it up. Like we're sitting there, you know, a foot away from the cage. Like, wow, I cannot fucking believe he made it out of that round like well, that. I didn't and then, think it was going to a second. Right. Well, at and then, the end of the first, I was staring at Matt because the first thing I'm looking at him, like the fuck's keeping you up is the first thing I was thinking. And then the second thing was, is because I saw Dan talking to him. I thought Dan was stopping it, <clears throat> you know, and, and then, and then I saw Matt go like that to Dan, like tell him, no, I'm good. And then just walk back to the corner. I'm literally sitting there with, with coach and I'm staring at Matt. I said, what am I doing wrong? He's like, nothing. You're doing everything perfect. I'm like, he's not going down is all I told him. I said, and I flat out told him he's not going down. What am I doing wrong? You know, and he's just like, not everyone's going to go down. And I'm like, usually from this, they would is all I'm thinking. You know, after- Bill Cosby handed you a pill. And that was all you needed. <laughs> but, 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 but Boyce came out. He came out in the second super aggressive right off the rip. Like he yeah. he obviously was fighting with some desperation at the beginning of that second round, which well, shocked right. me. I was like, holy shit, man. I had torn up in between rounds. I'm like, you got to be first. You can't let. That was the whole plan is to, to be first and not because yeah. Al's an inside fighter and Matt's an outside fighter. Yeah. I'm like, you got to keep it on the outside. And then basically once you threw that leg kick, it, it took his – from what he said, it basically took him right out. Yeah, because so, – oh, go ahead, man. I'll let you I, – I, I'm, I'm going to ask a separate question. I'll let you answer that one. Uh, but, yeah, so the whole plan was basically Duff said, you know, circle, low kick, circle, low kick. I have good enough head movement on the outside. I can fight, you know, because I always tell people, if I stick my jab, even if I have a shorter reach, you're still fighting my distance. You have to adjust to me. And so that was my first thing is I was trying to get off to an angle on it. I always aim for the ear is usually where I go. And the first right hand was to the ear, I thought, anyway, because I always tell people I don't aim for the nose yet. I don't aim for the chin. I don't try and knock you out. I try and take your legs away from you as fast as I can. My boxing coach always says get the person drunk. And so my first thing was if I can hit him on the ear, then I can start taking his legs away from him a bit. And when he started backing up, I said, if I can keep this now, then I can keep going. And so uh, a lot of it was, you know, just uh, there were a lot of shots. I was throwing as hard as I could, obviously. But then there was a lot of, you know, hit, 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 you know, and then like, you know, constantly soft, soft, hard, soft, soft, hard. That way, you know, shell yourself up, shell yourself up. There's a big body shot. There's an uppercut, you know, start ripping all those fun things. But what was your separate question, Ben? <laughs> it had shades of uh, Sean O'Malley versus that Chris Matino. To oh, it, man. please, just the don't, way please that... don't compare me to Sean O'Malley or Chris, or no, Matt just... Chris Matino. No, oh, Sean O'Malley. Fuck <laughs> Sean O'Malley. I'll go book me another segment. I'll go off on a rant on that piece of shit. That's a different fucking topic. Just oh, that yeah. your fight reminded me of that one, and. I just I wanted to ask you, man. Do you think we can find that fucking douchebag from that Facebook group, that boxing Jesus, and show him that fight? Can we uh, can we track that piece of shit down? Because so, like, so backstory when I when I fought Carlos Pereira, uh, the whole thing about it was two heavyweight strikers. Now, which was ironic because I I thought I could have beat Carlos on the feet. I knew he was a very good kickboxer. I think he's undefeated, like ten and zero kickboxer. But uh, but Duff told me, oh, you got to wrestle him. He's like, you can't tell. You can't even throw a punch on the feet. You got to wrestle this guy. Show people Al can wrestle. I'm like, yeah, but I got him, though. I I thought I had him hurt with a hook. But but uh, some guy in the comments just like, yeah, two great strikers, huh? And then you go on. It's, it's just some dude that's obviously on steroids being a dick. It's just, you know, oh, I grew up with guys with custom auto, man. It's like, dude, I'm from – that's two hours from my house, man. I can literally go to that gym right now. 
<laughs> actually trained with those guys. What are you talking about? You know, stuff like that. So every time is one of those, you know, douchebags saying, I don't have boxing. And it's like, oh, you know, maybe I don't. Who, who let's cares? let's call it what it is. It was an internet <laughs> tough guy couch coach who thinks yeah. that he knows something because he has a membership to Curves. <laughs> to Curves. Curves still think, huh? Uh, I don't know if it's is that still a thing. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, dude, Al, you are uh, you are like one of the nicest people I ever met. We ran into you there after the show. We got a picture with you, Mike and I did. There you are, hey. the fucking the man himself, rocking the Crocs. You know, I got my Crocs on right now. Just, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie, I got them on my feet right now. Um, we want to thank you for coming on, talking a little bit about your fight. Uh, take a second, shout some people out. Uh, tell Ben how much he annoys you. Uh, you know, <laughs> tell Jay how much you love him. All that stuff. Go ahead. Uh, well, you know, first and foremost, uh, that that fight, especially that day, went out to my dad. He had a uh, cancerous tumor removed from his neck and uh, remnants from uh, old cancer. You know, he's been going through a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, for the last couple of years, as far as his health, but he's finally starting to pull through it. So uh, the but I don't have the belt with me; it's with him. Uh, so I just put that uh, I put that in his little china cabinet. <laughs> so put that in there. Uh, no, I'm just excited. Hopefully, March. You know, they have an opponent in mind, and uh, from what I understand, he's pretty confident. And coming from the team he's from, I'm not shocked. So I'm. Uh, <laughs> no. So you're don't... saying you're saying you're going to be defending your title right away, right in March. I, yeah, I, you know, Duff wanted to – he didn't want me to take a break. He asked me, do you want to take the break? But the thing is, is uh, after the fight with Carlos and then with Corey, honestly, the, the loss to Corey really pissed me off, to be quite honest, because I, I thought I was in the best shape, and then I just keep getting more and more. I'm improving, 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 improving still after all these things. So I just want to keep the momentum rolling. You know, amateurs and amateurs for a reason fight, fight often and fight hard is the way I'm going to go. Uh, I don't know if I can say his name, but the guy was uh, around for a little bit, hasn't fought in a couple of years. I was supposed to fight him. Uh, 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 well, I think I know who it is. But I was I was supposed to fight him uh, <laughs> for the light heavyweight championship a long time ago before Corey, and uh, he said no, he was going uh, pro. But I think that's because I knocked his teammate out. But that's that's just uh, sorry. I've heard not so nice things, so I don't know if I want to be. I'm nice to most people, but I don't like. Uh, let me see. Oh, I want to see Crocs in four wheel drive mode. Ben, yeah, I want to see. Pull that photo up again. Are, are, are your Crocs in four wheel drive mode, or is the tab in the front? <laughs> the tab's in the front. Oh <laughs> man, like, how do you expect those to stay on while you're straight up slamming some puss? Listen, here, here's. <laughs> Well, here's the thing: is that they're a size twelve. They're like a size twelve crack. I have a fourteen wide shoe, so they basically they're stuck in my foot. My, my oh foot, my god! Uh, <laughs> you uh, fucking spit on your feet to put them fuckers on, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, but I, but I don't know. But you know, long story short, with uh, with the next guy, if uh, if it's, uh, I don't think his coach likes me very much. For some reason, I try and be nice to him every time I go. Uh, you know, he just kind of brushes me off, and it's like I, I don't know what I did. I fought, I fought one of your guys like three, four years ago, and you're mad at me about it or something. I got respect for them and that team. I can't say because I don't know if I'm if they're hiding it. Uh, but you know, I, I'm just like I don't care. At the end of the day, it's drama that I don't really need to. Maybe I'm buying too much into it. I don't really give a fine fuck. It's like most people. Some people love the whole me. Like everyone's like he's faking being a nice guy. Why would I? There's no point. Like it's just who I am and stuff. And I think that's kind of like the vibe I've heard at other events that oh he's just he's actually a dick. It's like. Ah. 
not really. <laughs> I don't think anyway, but you know, that's what I've heard from other people. I can't take word of mouth, but you know, uh, hopefully if I fight this guy, win, lose or draw, I can bury it with that fucking team and, and end that. So, well, truth, yeah, truth be told, truth be told, Al was a dick until he read my book, right, Al? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, I think that's uh, March. There it is, the plug. Uh, March 11th, I think, right, Ben? Jay? Yes, sir. March, March 11th. Friday, yeah, so. March 11th, Cage Wars 51. Tickets on sale right now, so. cagewarsmma.com. So, uh, and you know, since it's amateur, I know, I know I'm the champion and I, I really appreciate that, you know, uh, but the way I see it with championship is like, it's not like a defense or anything. It's just me. I'm trying to go for number one and I really want to see how far I can take it. You know, last, uh, not to keep taking up the end of it, but you know, with Carlos was a, I can wrestle and I'm coming back after, you know, all the mental health shit or whatever. And then got over that. Home. Then with Corey, it was let's get in the best shape I've ever been in. After the fight, I wasn't breathing heavy and I felt fine. I'm like, okay, how can I not do this? Now it was, uh, you know, I lift, started lifting weights for the first time in a long time. Magically, I was a lot stronger when I felt in the cage with, uh, with Matt against, especially against the fence. I was like, oh, I'm surprised how strong, much stronger I felt for a couple minutes. And then it was uh, for this fight is, you know, I want to lose a little bit of my belly because <laughs> that's sometimes frustrating to look at in the mirror. I won't lie, but uh, you know, that, and it's just to keep going and going and prove and prove. And I just want to prove that I, I am the best, you know, I'm, I'm sick of being number two, <laughs> completely done with that. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. So that, 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 well, that fight with Corey really pissed me off to be, but I love well, him to death and I congratulate <laughs> him every time. We're going to talk to him about it in but, a second. Oh, oh, is he coming on? <laughs> yeah, he's going on. I right love, I love no, he always death. breathes that heavy. And I am so happy for him for winning that fight, but fuck, I was not happy I lost. <laughs> yeah, well, man, your your fight the other night was it was really something nice to watch. It was fucking awesome. We can't thank wait you. to see you March 11th for sure. Thank, uh, you. thank you for coming on. You're welcome to come back to the show anytime you want, especially you, uh, you know if you got thank a fight you. coming up, just hit us up and come on back. Thank you. All right, you guys got anything else for the postmaster? Love you, buddy. The fact that I absolutely love you, Al. You're an incredible human being. Never change. Love you most. All right. I'll see you guys. Take it easy. See ya. So we got Corey Norman coming on. I don't know if you guys heard the cream corn story. He's probably puking in the green room right now, but maybe we'll tell the cream corn story on it. Well, you know what? Then why don't we bring the man on? He, uh, Defended his light heavyweight title the other night. I believe he's still the cruiser heavyweight title holder, right? I mean, unless he's going, he's going pro. Unless he's going pro. We'll, we'll let him talk about that in a second. The uh, the reigning <clears throat> Cage Wars light heavyweight champion coming off a win over Ed Collins just the other night at Cage Wars 50. Here, we, here he is. Corey Norman, what's up? Oh, history fun. maker. <laughs> Look at you. Look Look how studious he looks right now. He looks like... Look at that chair. Look at that. I can't even <laughs> see you. sitting on the throne right now. <laughs> I know you're can... far away. Can we make yeah, him far away. We got Let's, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's watch this. There we go. Oh, oh. oh he dropped one of his belts. Oh, oh my God. Look That's look okay. He's got four of seven of them. Oh, we yeah. changed the screen. You were good. You were good. Uh, right. Listen, I wide angles probably aren't kind to this face, so let's just uh, let's be real. Let's just bring it so, in close. Yeah, let's be real for a second, mm-hmm. bro. First things first. Do you intend on saving any pussy for anybody else? No. 
No, I didn't think so. <laughs> like, oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mike and Miss show. Adonis himself. Dr. Dimples. Dr. Dr. Dimples. I don't know if they get PhDs for that. Well, which set of cheeks is she talking about? Is the question. Jesus Christ, Ben. <laughs> well, before we go on, before we go on, let's 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 check you out from last Friday night. If the damn stream works, say hey, it happened with, at work with Almaro. Let's see if it works for you. What are we doing? This is all filmed on Mike's phone from where oh. we this was the camera. Yeah. Corey Norman doing Corey Norman shit. Yeah. Just making people look like fucking those boxing buddies that Yeah. Oh, snatch single. You hear then... Lucas yelling for the fucking crossface. I don't think a gun would have helped him against Corey. <laughs> <laughs> then 25, 26 unanswered shots. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. It was a bunch. Oh my god. So I didn't see T Jesus. <laughs> So I didn't see his face after I choked him, and then I turned around and saw. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry bad. about that. I actually had a close-up of it. I don't know if I. I don't think I put it in here though. There it is. Quick work. Quick work. I man. love that you patted him on the back. Like, yeah. <laughs> thanks for nothing. Thanks, man. Man, look at that. What a night. It was something. Uh, Susan Walker is asking about your thighs. <laughs> oh, <my>. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are still all of 29 inches in diameter. So there you go. 29 inches in, in <laughs> created an army of people to sexually harass Corey Norman, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's it's ever growing. My goodness, <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, are you talking about the army of people or yourself? What, what's or going yeah. on here? I, I am talking about the army of people. It is, uh, it, after a fight, it's always it's always interesting to come back after that. So, did you go back to school and uh, get ridiculed by your kids or what? No, like they they're like, but you got knocked out. I'm like, look at my face. There's not there's not a mark on what do you think he did? Did he use psychic powers on me? Like <laughs> cast a spell all the way from Vermont. And I told them, I told them, uh, like I was like, Oh, you know, it was two minutes and thirty whatever seconds into the first round. And it's like, no, it wasn't. And then one of my kids who was supposed to be doing a web quest looked at me. He's like, Yeah, it was, it was. I got it. I was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, man, it was it was a hell of a performance. But after the fight, you uh, made an announcement in the ring, and I wanted to ask you about that one. Is the, is there truth to this? Are, are you going pro? I am so going, but I so I'm going pro. Whether or not there's any pro organization out there that wants me, that that's the okay. question. Like I, Invicta, what Invicta? Invicta? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just plow your way right through there. <laughs> Who does uh, choice of words? That's phrasing. Um, what about, uh, well, so Ben said, stick around with us, we'll do pro fights. What's that all about? I would, it's here's the thing is that if, if I, I, I would love to, uh, and I don't, I have no idea whether or not I'm able to let cats out of bags or boxes if you're Schrodinger, I don't know, but, um, 
it's it's I don't know when Cage Wars is going to do that. Uh, Tim had said that it was going to be this year uh, later on. So if that's the case, then yeah, let's throw, let's, let's throw the saddle back on this old war horse and go it again. So Ben, Jay, any insight on that? I don't have any insight on that. Actually, no. Damn it. Um, I wish I did, but I don't. Ben, Ben, you seemed real certain in, in the cage. So I'm just yeah. You know, that's what I was like. Well, you know, there's one thing I'm real certain about, and I talked to Adrian Morales uh, earlier today, and um, we're pretty sure that, like, there's going to be a bunch of 205ers at AMI that are going to start climbing out of the fucking woodwork now, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're going to see 205ers you didn't even know fucking existed. Like, wait, you got 10 AMI fights? Where the fuck have you been? Yeah. Oh, that's right. The Corey Norman hit. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I mean, I've, I've heard, uh, I, I mean, everybody that I've met with Cage Horses said that they would vouch for me. Um, and, and I really do appreciate that. Um, and I'm just kind of, I guess, I mean, waiting around is not something that I'm, uh, I guess, comfortable with just because, like I said, I'm a little long in the tooth for this sport anyway. But uh, yeah, how old are you? I'll be 37 in March. Yeah, I know how much older. I just want to hear it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he just oh, wanted to make you feel like shit. Oh, and Ben, I just got a really close haircut. I'm not using just for men, you punk. Good <laughs> I heard that and I was like, okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to get my ass beat next time I see Hey, I thought I found Corey Doppelganger come across my people who may know the other day. Yeah, you sent me that. I was like, who? I was like, I was like, I don't think I've been to Bermuda. <laughs> I'm like, all right. This dude's legitimately in the water, and if you look quick, it looks like Corey. Um, yeah, but uh, no, I, I, I've heard a couple of initials thrown out there. Um, and again, I, I, I honestly, I, I don't know what the process is for finding pro fights. Um, so it looks like I'm going to have to find an agent and put them to work for me. So we'll go from there. I got there. you. I got you. Don't worry. I can help with that too. Well, now yeah. that's going to be my next question. Do you have we'll somebody talk. that? Do you have representation? Do you have somebody looking for you? Or you you don't need it. I'm going to tell you right now, and like I don't mean to interrupt. <laughs> don't give somebody ten and ten or fifteen and fifteen to do something that you you can fucking do yourself right Benjamin, now. Benjamin, why are you yelling? I'm right because here. I am passionate about this. <laughs> you are entitled to that money. You are going to earn it. Do not give some lazy twat. 10 and wow. 10 or 15 and 15 Some of your fucking show and sponsor money for doing nothing. I was just going to ask for three room, gonna come to Chill you. out. They're going to flock to you, bro. You don't need a manager to take money from you right now. See, the only the only people who are flocking to me are apparently single moms with broken promises. So I, I just, <laughs> oh, no. I just, <laughs> I'll take care of you, baby. You oh, know it's, it's been It's been interesting. So, um, <laughs> right of vagina picks. Wow. Uh, <laughs> is this an over-microwaved Hot Pocket? Oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> look on well, hold on. Face. Stop. That's not a segue. I don't want to hear anything. That's not a segue. To ben, I'm removing your speaking privileges <laughs> for the next two minutes. Don't. Son of a uh, bitch. Anyway. Oh, wait, are you not going to allow Ben to tell the story that he keeps promising to tell? <laughs> no. It's because a it's story not, of love, hope, and a, a guy that, that looks like Rosie O'Donnell me. had a baby with John Goodman. Uh, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't involve me. I'm not in it. It's just he just thinks my reaction to this story is hysterical because I, like most of the population on planet Earth, find it disgusting. It's not a kink. It's not like a, mm, I wonder what that looks like. It's like a, I need to yes, scrub that do, from you my brain. Oh my god! 
like I said, it so, involves yeah. a gentleman that looks like John Goodman and and fucking Rosie O'Donnell had a baby. It's disgusting. All right, tell the story, Mike. Yeah. So, <laughs> we take said gentleman that Hold is on. probably. What do you think that guy weighs, Jay? Probably easily over three hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and um of course heavy set gentlemen like that wear CPAP machines. So this gentleman and a friend of mine are sharing a hotel room working a combat sports event. <sighs> so in walks this friend of mine to the hotel room that he's sharing with John Goodman and fucking opens the door to find him banging some girl with a CPAP machine on his face. <laughs> so like, yeah, because you know that's a normal thing to do. Gotta get that oxygen. He's like, oh, you know, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> he leaves, goes, whatever, comes back, goes to bed later on. <laughs> Where things get fucked up is when he goes into his room the next night and finds this dude eating creamed corn off the chick. Like, what <laughs> of all the things you're going to eat off of somebody, who said go get me a can of Jolly Green Giant? The can drop. That is fucking can of food drop. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's uh, so many better things to eat uh, off a woman's oh, body. <laughs> like, this fat fucker chooses to eat vegetables for the first time in his fucking life, and it's gonna be off this woman's body. And of course, because his blood is gravy, because he's so fat, it has to be creamed corn. What the? That's uh... the, the kicker of the story. Is though, is that the That's, girl? That is the kicker. That you know, the whole story the... is a kick in the face. Stop. <laughs> oh. Where the bruising and the swelling sets in, though, is when the guy said, "What the fuck?" You know, have some respect. The girl tosses him her key and says, "Go sleep in there. My room is empty. It's all to myself." <laughs> so why not have your veggie buffet? What the fuck just happened? There? Why were that room? <laughs> Oh my god, dude. This is a real story, too. Like, huh? this, this is a guy who have, probably hasn't washed his feet since 2002, uh. like, but decides to go eating different vegetables off of people's bodies. Oh god. Well, now I got that image stuck in my head. Yeah, and you I'm, asked. Uh, you asked. Yeah, I told awesome. you. Never like cream corn. <laughs> Never like cream corn. Well, it was ruining pretty... dreams. Corey's not gonna turn pro. He's fucking gonna think of something different now. Corey, yeah. if you don't turn pro, maybe you start um like a fan time page where all you do is wear a CPAP machine and fucking bang fat chick. Oh, oh, why would you wish that on me? <laughs> nice. Good. I'm Good. talking nice. Dude, pussy's cheaper if you buy it by the ton. <laughs> like, don't you know that? <laughs> You go to Walmart and get the good value, the smaller cream corn ones for like 50 cents instead of the You've researched this. That's it. okay. I'm pretty sure there's a category on Pornhub for this. Yeah. Del Monte sells the Ford cans hey, in a wait, box. I got, I got the perfect only cans. Only cans. Only cans. Spun off bombs. Oh, man. Wow. Has all of Corey's faith just drained from his body. Yep. See, I'm just being a good old-fashioned heathen. I don't have anybody to pray to for that, so that's fine. I just, good night. Oh, my God. Right, let's move on yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. We'll move on from the cream corn. We'll so my fight here. went well. I didn't get hit once, and uh, I was actually able to out-jab somebody who was taller than me. So that was kind of cool. And, uh, you know. No, nah, it was cool, man. And, and, and like, dude. You're going pro now. You went seven and zero as an Amy. You uh, had were all seven of your fights with Cage Wars. All seven? No, I had one. <laughs> the one before Cage Wars was in 2007 for an organization called Power Fights out of Cicero, Illinois. 
Oh yeah. And then you took like an 11 year break, right? Yep. That's nice. That's right. And then at yeah. two ever since, um, you know, what would, what would you say to, to somebody who like yourself, like may have fucking, you know, gave up on the dream and then possibly, uh, you know, look at you, you could be a 37 year old fucking world champion professional at some point, you know? Um, just that there is, I am, I have never been ever, uh, adept or like the, like you hear people talk about like, Oh man, they've just, they've just got the build for it. Or like, Oh man, like they're just, you know, naturally talented. That ain't me. Um, I am all of the wrong dimensions for just about any sport. I've got short little arms and a long ass torso. Like I, I'm asthmatic. Like I, I am not, I'm not built for any kind of conditioning or anything like that. You're but, not selling yourself to any fucking pro I, organizations right now, calling yourself all these things. I'm just and plus, like, I'm sitting here shaped like a fucking pear, and you're talking about how you're not shaped for sports. I'm well, shaped like a piece of fruit. What I was going to say is that um, uh, what has gotten me here is obsession. It, uh, being absolutely obsessed with perfecting everything that I can and finding finding the way to win finding the way to win against people who are taller than me who have more experience than me who you know are stronger than me come from a better pedigree than me who have wrestled i, I didn't wrestle in high school or college like I, I didn't pick any of this up um most of what i know is self-taught the rest of it is stuff that i picked up from people who are willing to show it to me um so i mean it, it, the the sheer i mean i'm gonna get a little weird on you guys but one of my favorite people from history is ernest shackleton um and one of his quotes is by endurance we prevail and that is something that has guided just about every single thing that i've done that you know you give a man who is determined and time both of those things and he's going to do anything that he wants um and that is me because you could drop me in the middle of the woods with nothing and i'm going to find a way to be prepared for whatever opponent i need to face Beautifully said. Beautifully said. No, I was gonna say that went like deep after what we just yeah. went through five yeah, minutes. Yeah, we were ago, all like man. thinking ben, about don't, it. We all just think about it. Not a U-turn. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let me ask you a question then. Okay. We look back at this this amateur career you've had, the seven fights, man. You've you've put together some incredible performances. Arguably, like I I've said this before, and I will put my life on this. When we talk about the greatest fighters to ever step into the cage wars cage, you and Brendan Kennedy are one A and one B, and you can put you and him wherever. You can be one, you know what I mean? It does not matter whose place where you guys are both a dead even tie, in my opinion, for greatest fighters in, in cage wars history. So when you look back at that, one, what does that mean to you? And two, wouldn't Stouffer's lasagna be better to eat off of somebody while wearing a CPAP machine? French bread pizza, I think. <laughs> Oh shit! Fridge, fridge. Well, I, I mean, I don't really like was. I don't, I don't know. Um, Do not tell me you don't like lasagna. I don't like lasagna. I'm not Italian. Done. Fuck this show. <laughs> lasagna. Is that all it took? All it took was you saying you hate lasagna to get him to fucking leave. I feel what like I feel like lasagna. <laughs> Listen, like, I like really? lasagna, but like lasagna? lasagna is too much like, fucking work fucking for the bullshit? same fucking thing you can get with ziti and sauce with a little bit of meat and some ricotta. I mean, it's exactly. like it takes too long. Just get ravioli and put sauce on it, and you got fucking you got lasagna in two seconds. 
You know yeah, what I mean? Lasagna. It's like fucking takes too long to <laughs> make a lasagna. I can't. You know what what? Maybe Corey? we don't need to see you fight pro now. <laughs> Corey, what, what did you just say? I said I've never been a pasta guy. It's just I'm it's not into it. Pastor. Yeah. I bet you also cut the genitals off of baby animals for fun too, if you don't like lasagna. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, when ben, I work farm, yeah. Ben Ben did ask a legit question before he ruined it with the Stouffer's lasagna <laughs> <Right>. thing. <laughs> the actual question because you know, what was the what was the I question? I don't know. The question was, was like if you look or back. If right. you look back at, at this entire amateur mixed martial arts journey you've had so far, you know, what does it mean to you, man? Because you've really, you're starting back in 2007. Did you think that you'd be able to say, here we are, you know, however many years later, that you were the greatest fighter to ever walk through the promotion you fought for? No. Um, and I, I think that's very kind of you to say. I think there are people who are far more talented than I am in the pro in you know the organization and the promotion. I think Brandon Kennedy, like I said, is is absolutely hell on wheels. Um, and I think I, the, I, if you want to look at fights and stuff like that, and if you want to look at careers and as far as that go, I mean, I, I don't I I've not seen Brandon Kennedy have a moment of adversity in the cage. Like he's been hit five, five times, times in seven fights. fights. <laughs> like, um, and uh, so so I I mean I definitely run up against guys who you know when i run into them i know it um but uh like i said what i've seen in my own career is not like the you know indomitable talent or anything like that but it, it's you know it's sheer it's force of will um and I, I probably no other fight is is a better example of that fight or than my last fight with al um where i mean i I was injured on a couple of different fronts and I didn't have all of the weapons that I normally have. Um, and I, 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 I didn't know what I was going to be able to do uh, at the end of that second round. Um, but, you know, like I said, I, I redlined it and, and I stuck <clears throat> it in my head that was working. Um, and I was able to, I was able to come out on top. And again, it was not anything where I thought it was, you know, the most uh, dominant and I wasn't able to get a finish on, on Al because he's, you know, he's tougher than an old boot, but uh, it, uh, yeah, that that's probably both of my fights with Al are probably my favorites, just because uh, he presented so many different problems and adapted with me, and then readapted, and then then I just had to dig deep for for both of those fights. So, you know. Al uh, Al had a lot to say about that fight. That that fight has aggravated the living fuck out of the postmaster. To be I, honest with you, <laughs> it, it lit a fire under his ass. Good, it should have. <laughs> Um, because it, I mean, I know that he wasn't doing a lot of weight training before that. And then afterwards he and I talked, and I, I've kind of, we've been talking more and more about like, you know, different weight programs and, and training regimens and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, you know, his, oh God, his, I mean, I was screaming in the back for his fight with Matt. And I just, uh, I was, I was so proud of him for it to, to see those results that he's, you know, been wanting to get, um, and just as and he was more explosive. He was the that was the most explosive that I've seen him in the cage. Um, and whether that's a direct result of the, you know the training that he's been doing, or it was just you know a mindset that he went in there with, or or both. Um, you know, it's it's been it's just been great watching him develop as a man and as a fighter, and I'm proud to call him friend. Jeez, what has it been like having to humble yourself? Because every time you go on to a show, we have to mop up after the women in the comments section. You know, I don't read the comments until afterwards. I'm like, oh god, I was like, <laughs> people can read this, miss. 
you. Well, like, I'll, I'll get DMs from people. I'm like, oh, oh I was. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to add you as a friend. Oh, yeah, I did. It's like, oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, I meant to send that to my husband. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. Oh, some picture of a girl with her whole hand up her ass. Oops, oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> ben, ben, ben takes it to another level. Ben takes it to another level. You're welcome. Time. That should be another show. <laughs> ben takes it to another level. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Mike and Miss show after dark. Yeah, after 10 p.m. So I'm allowed to be a fucking pig. It's definitely a. It's a. <laughs> It's definitely a different, <laughs> a different atmosphere over here when when uh, Mr. Field is around for sure. Hey, but, Corey, uh, when when you when you came into the Chinese food place, right? Did you real? Did you notice that everybody was the same side sitter? Did that <laughs> oh, cross here your we mind? Go this fucking shit. Again. Every person in that fucking place was same side sitting, except me and Kyle, I who noticed, sat diagonal at a four seat table. <laughs> And then that that kind couple that was that that kind woman that wanted to get her picture taken with uh, Renee. Um, Renee, that's right. And uh, like when she, I, I did notice that she was sitting like, yeah, that she was like <laughs> husband. And I was like, oh, I was like, that's really cute. And then I noticed that like everybody was doing that. I was like, huh. like huh, okay, this is a little soil and green, but all right. Uh huh. See, it's weird. Weird. People are weird there. Uh, they're all giving over the pants handies and you guys didn't notice? Yeah. Everybody everybody was getting Get the old tongue. Chopsticks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cream of uh, See died. how many times we make Corey cringe before we kick him the fuck off here. <laughs> oh, Mike just Mike. He just sat down and his shoes stuck to the floor and he yeah. said, I'm not eating here. Uh Joe Ivy says bet Corey doesn't wear Crocs. I don't. I will not. <laughs> Yeah. No, All Crocs right, well. are for people who need help slaying puss. This man, it my daughter has five door. pair of Crocs. She? She's got the ones with the nice fur inside of them. She's got what? such big feet, I can wear them. I swear to God, uh, I've never worn them. But still, I <laughs> swear to like, that is the biggest fucking bullshit. That's like that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you these fries from Burger King. I didn't have any though. You I son of a bitch, God. I know I got half a large fry in that bag now, you fat fuck. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, stretch out my cracks. Well, I didn't wear them. What are you talking about? They're nice and furry, though. I know that. Uh, I'm rocking uh, I'm rocking a pair of Vans right now. I'm actually, I, li I like these. There's like some, some nice ones. Okay. There you go. He's even got a nice fucking house, too. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is there anything you don't have? You like my little yeah. fireplace? Right? Yeah, actually, I do like that. that. I told you, he's the fucking king. got a fire going over here myself. I'm surprised he don't have his own cameraman. Not quite. He is his own cameraman. He knocked him out before the show. Oh, my God. All right, well. Weirdest interview ever for you. I'm sure there'll never be an interview weirder than this. Yes. Hey, when you go. One of the schools that I interviewed for, they brought, like, two kids in. For the interview, and I'm like, well, they've not done a background check on me, so I could I could be anybody, and that's what's going on in my head as they bring these kids in to talk to me, and I start talking to them. I was like, so what do you like about this school? They're like, skipping class is kind of nice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just like, and like I start like I just like ignored like the principal and vice principal just started talking. I was like, so where's the best place to skip class? They're like, oh, like around the corner. Like we smoke weed there sometimes, and I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a weird interview. 
Shit. All right. Well, Corey, two the the two belt holding champ now used to be the triple champ. Um, any last words? Don't direct any towards Ben though, because it might lead us into a direction of something fucking. Wind up another fifteen minutes on here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just want to thank all of my all of my. Uh, let, so I I am absolutely atrocious at like remembering like sponsors and gyms and stuff like that. So I'm I'm gonna try my best to kind of keep that in my head. First off, uh, I want to thank uh, OPMMA. Um, you know, it's it's the school that I kind of you know started with uh, Jeff Minuski, um down in Orchard Park. Um, we've got uh, Sub Zero uh, BJJ down there now, which is going to be helping me out with my Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and you know submission wrestling and submission grappling. Um, as I add to that, Kevin Cunningham down at Casey's Fitness has been helping me out. It's been great to kind of find my home, find my way back home there again as well. Um, Catalyst Fitness—they're not a sponsor, but I, I'm going to plug them anyway because it's it's a great gym that just kind of lets me do whatever the hell I want as far as strength conditioning, and it gets a little weird sometimes. So I appreciate that. Um, I want to thank, uh, you know, people who actually sponsor me, which is, uh, Doc Sullivan's, which is, you know, one of the best damn places to get wings or anything kind of food like that in, in Buffalo. Uh, I want to thank customs by shy who makes all of my, like my, my cool, uh, you know, shoes and stuff like that. Uh, thumpers things who made that awesome walkout hoodie that I threw to the crowd and then, uh, signed away to some lucky lady who had her very angry husband standing next to her. Um, <laughs> 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 I want to thank Julie's Pizza uh, down in Springfield, New York, uh, for sponsoring me as well. Um, be heading down there at some point soon. Just get you know, you know, uh, shots with them. And you know, Chris, just want to thank you for that. Um, shoot, I know I'm absolutely. Oh, Blossom Buffalo. Um, it's uh, you know, they, they uh, it's a great place. Just gonna get a bunch of different things, CBD products, um, and uh, yeah, stuff like that. I want to thank AJ, Chris, uh, Jason. Gerald, uh, all of my teammates, you know, all, all the guys who helped me uh, in this camp who, you know, uh, helped with just about everything. Um, and uh, I, I really do appreciate all the hard work that went into it. Um, and it, it just, it makes me better. Um, and the sacrifice that it takes doesn't go unnoticed. I want to thank Tim. I want to thank, uh, you know, Ed Kenner, uh, you know, Ben, Jay, all of you guys, Mike. I mean, all, all of you guys being there helping out with, with all the production, you know, all of it. Mike Falvo, um, you know, Dan Merliotta, like all you guys, uh, keeping us safe, keeping it going, keeping the lights on. You guys don't get enough credit. Um, you know, I know the fighters kind of, you know, we get the shine just because it's, you know, us in the cage. But I mean, the, the, we're the tip of the iceberg and everything else beneath it is what makes it work. So thank you guys. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. My kids but always, but... Everybody's sick of hearing their names. It's Elena's birthday, though, so happy birthday, Evie. Sixth yeah. birthday, right? Yeah. Happy birthday. Nice. Happy birthday to Happy her. birthday. Uh, Corey, before you go, I'm going to take a few moments to talk to you uh, without being a pig, all right? Oh. You have my – on my son, I'm not going to be disgusting right now, all right? Um, I mentioned earlier about how I got into working with amateur mixed martial artists and why – um, and this is exactly why these moments right here, you are now about to become a professional mixed martial artist and embark on a, a part of your combat sports journey that gets you the pay that you deserve. And um, I've been honored to be there for all except for your fight in 2007 and to see them all in person. I've actually had the honor of calling a few of them um, to say that that's an honor is a massive understatement. 
to be able to have met you through this and to watch you perform and grow, not just as an athlete, but a person and a father through all that, man, like it's the exact reason why I got into this and I can't thank you enough for the time and the memories you've given me, man. And I really do wholeheartedly look forward to following the rest of your combat sports journey as it progresses. Oh, thanks buddy. See, I wasn't disgusting. How was I, I that? believe you. I believe. Listen, I was waiting with bated breath, but I believe you. I I really thought he was gonna like drop something at the very. No, end I there. did that earlier. I did that. All right, all right, fine. All right. What What is your ideal choice of food to eat <laughs> no, no, off no, no, of a no. woman's body? Like, if we're gonna go back to being gross, like it's obviously not cream corn or fucking Stouffer's anything. Creatine. Honey, it's just it's honey. There, there Creatine. you go. <laughs> yeah. So we're not eating like mac and cheese out of orifices. No. Or... No. No, okay. it's an accent. They're the main well, course. Then there I want go. my fucking money go. back. All right, man. Well, Corey, thank you very much for coming on. Hey, I wanted to ask, do you have any other social medias besides your Instagram? Because I don't know. Facebook? <laughs> All right. Well, everybody go look him up on Facebook. Follow his social, follow his Instagram because he's going to be in the UFC one day, right? Let's hope. There Joe's go. going grocery shopping now. <laughs> I would very much. I, I've been talking about this a lot. Like, I, I mean, I there's there's a lot of guys at light heavy in the UFC, and I mean, in a lot of other divisions that I, yeah, I, I see holes in their game, and I really want to test it. So. Once you get into the pros and you can actually use all of your weapons, you're gonna be unstoppable because we've only seen like half of what you're fucking capable of. Yeah, I get to do twisting locks now. My goodness. I know. I can't wait, dude. Oh, you're going to kill people. <laughs> like, people are going to die. Oh, my God. Well, thank you for your time, as always, Corey Norman. You're a gentleman, a classy uh, classy individual for sure. And uh, we look forward to your uh, bright future. Thank you, guys. I really do appreciate it. All right, Thank brother. you. Take it easy. Stay Bye. handsome. I'll try. <laughs> So you mentioned earlier with Mendy, the performance of the night, Jay and I had a message from one person and I've had a few over the past like year and a half of people that are like, oh, well, why do like you call it? Why do you call it knockout of the night? They, the UFC changed it to performance of the night for all of it. So it doesn't sound brutal. If you're not into brutality, go watch fucking tennis. I thought they changed it because there isn't always a knockout. That's why. Well, there is. And they on needed a to give card. out three, you know, three yeah. bonuses a night, and they they were not giving that out, so yep. they just did performance. That's what I thought, right? Yeah, right, JC? I, yep. I, I I love it when when you go the when you have a knockout, a submission, a performance, and a fight of the night. That's, yeah, that's if they're awesome. there, that's what they should yeah, be. If but they're if they're there. not, then and you I give think the money I think away. you guys hit the nail right on the head with all four of them. Obviously, Corey Hackett. Shout out to the Hackett brothers. Uh, we got to talk about them for a minute. They uh, were both debuting, two brothers, both making their debut, both won impressively. J uh, Jason Hackett fought AJ Morales to start mm -hmm. off the night, beat yep. him in a unanimous decision. A very tough, tough dude. He showed. Who expected the wrestler to come out with a karate stance, by the way? Like, we noted that on commentary. Like, that is not how a wrestler like, does anything. Right, and I'll tell you right now, man, um, AJ proved his toughness in that fight because there was a few times where I thought he was fucking done. Yeah, I thought he was getting choked out right in the beginning, and he got out of it. Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about being puckered up? <laughs> Woo -hoo. 
I yeah. thought we were going to see our first finish of the night, but that got banked in the second fight of the evening, the first yeah, finish he, of the year. Right. He got out. He got out of every submission attempt that Hackett threw at him. It was, mm-hmm. it was a real show of toughness for, for AJ, but the Hackett brothers both came out victorious and Corey went out there against, uh, was it Chris Taylor that he was fighting? Yep. Chris Taylor was banging him with fucking jabs, rights, lefts. He was, he was hammering his ass. He and was. Then, and then all of a sudden Corey came out of fucking right field with the fucking dude. And it was a, their shoulder shorthand right what the hell did will call it him. a meat hook to the melon was will meat hook to the melon yeah meat hook to the melon put him out man it was an he outstanding did. knockout for knockout of the night uh submission of the night went to Corey, who we just talked to Corey norman and uh and fight of the night oh before we go before we wrap this up we got to talk about the fight of the night the fight of the night was a the title only fight. draw i've seen yeah dude it was a title fight. A couple of 135 pounders showing absolute fucking heart. Uh back and forth. Um obviously the third round must have been given a 10-8 to uh what's his name there? The fucking uh, Nathaniel Grubham, I believe. Grubham, he yeah, came Grubb- back halfway yeah. through the fight. The, you know, I what did you guys think about the the judge's decision to make to, to call that? I mean I thought it could have gone either way, so I wasn't mad about the draw. So, personally, to my untrained eye, I had it two rounds to one for Diego de Jesus. But the draw is the absolute right call, in my opinion. The first time in Ed Kenner's history of working in combat sports where he's had both athletes agree with the decision in a fight. Do you think there should be a rule in place in a title fight? There was a vacant title make a draw though no i it, that's the outcome of a fight it just i, I think, think that sets up right. something's not wrong about that something's all wrong you know ben i'm looking at my uh my show notes because i take notes the whole time and i had it the same way and but i did say in my notes here extremely hard first round to judge grubba may have stole the first round at the very close when he took the back um yeah but he's been knocked down Right, right. So I, I, I put that in there, and that wasn't enough. I, I gave the first two rounds to De, De Jesus as well, and Grubbum clearly took the third. So, what a, what an unbelievable fight between those two. Are they going to run that back? You think? Well, if you listen to the post fight, Nathaniel Grubbum's got to take some time off. So, like that kind of almost auto qualifies Diego to fight. For uh, 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 no, fucking, no. what's Who's his name? Ryan Hickey, the bantamweight Ryan champ. Hickey. Excuse me, but at the same most time, there's guys out there. In MMA. The what's that? Ryan Hickey, the most unassuming fighter in MMA. I don't know, man. Diego de Jesus, like Ryan Hickey's got a fucking PhD. And Diego de Jesus is on route to being like one of the smartest guys in the cage. But honestly, like, do we want to see Diego de Jesus versus Ryan Hickey, or should we see somebody like? Ryan Burgos, a guy who's undefeated prospect who could definitely challenge for a title. That's the fight I'd like to see personally. That's a tough one. See, I missed the first round of that because I was in the back warming that up, but um, or why is one I should say? Yeah, the 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 thing is, he got the takedown, and and maybe Jay, maybe I don't. Let me get your opinion on this. Um, yeah. Do you? 
how much do you give a, a, a takedown that leads to absolutely nothing? Because DeJesus took him down, yep. and as soon as they got to the floor, it was right back nothing up. happened, and it was right back up to the feet. Absolutely. See, if I'm and, judge, I don't give it. I don't give it anything. It totally negates the thing. If, do you want to, that so, goes back to the octagon control thing. You get the guy down, you're controlling him. You're basically yeah. controlling the octagon. You're controlling the fight. But if it's right back up and you're right back to doing your – it's offset, in my opinion. Not effective not, grappling, yeah. Yeah, not just, effective grappling at all. Hey, Ben, um, also, I'm going to just – I'm going to read this to you real quick. This is what I wrote. Take oh, down by DeJesus. No, no, just listen. Takedown by DeJesus leads to nothing right back to the feet. Stiff right by DeJesus, drop scrub him momentarily right back to the feet. Slick takedown into odd submission by Grubbum. Uh, right back to the feet again. And uh, round ends with Grubbum getting the back of DeJesus extremely hard around the judge. So they both had a takedown. They both had a takedown. Um, Grubbum had a submission attempt. DeJesus had a knockdown and it ended with Grubham on his back. So that's a fucking. Like, so to it. me, it would come down to like, so which one was closer to being a fight ending sequence? Was the knockdown closer to a fight ending sequence or was the submission you know, or the submission at the end of the round when Grubham had his back and he was working a rear naked choke. If there was 20 seconds left to the round, he yeah. would have got that. But that's it. And that, I like, think that's how one judge saw that because you had one that saw it for De Jesus, one that saw it for Grubham, and then one that called it 28-28. And yeah. I don't um, – somebody tag Ed Kenner in the comments and see if maybe he can uh, inform us as to how it was run because I, I bet you he still has the cards. Oh, I definitely have. Where's Ken Rock? Dude, Ed Kenner looks just like current day Kid Rock. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. <laughs> current day Kid Rock. Oh my god. Um yeah. What did you guys like um Mike Mike asked that question. Do you think is there a way to like avoid draws in title fights? Like I mean, do you add two more rounds? I mean, do you add you, a, should you never add a be sudden a draw. death round? That's a the only way around round? it. You you add a sudden death round, which yeah. those are not legally able to be to be held unless it's and, an exhibition bout. Yeah. Well, that's any sanction. So, like, it would have to be an exhibition, which, like, fuck that. Right. You're not going to put a title on an exhibition fight. You can't. So, that's the only way around it is, I don't know. It's like, think back to Khabib versus Ally Aquinta. You know what I mean? Al missed weight for that fight. And the New York State Athletic Commission straight up said, here's the deal. We are not going to recognize Ally Aquinta as a champion if he wins, but we understand that you're a promotion and can do whatever the fuck you want with your jewelry. So, like, at that point, it could really be up to the commission or not, excuse me, the promotion to say, well, you know, we saw that, you know, this fight, Diego de Jesus and Nathaniel Grubham was a draw. But, you know, if I'm the promoter, let's say I believe that Diego de Jesus won the fight, I could award him the title because promotions can, they can do whatever the fuck they want. We saw that with Ryan Hickey getting the title. Right. Brendan Kennedy couldn't make 135 anymore. He relinquished the title. Cage Wars put the strap on Hickey. That was just that's how it worked. Hey, Ben, big Ben just stopped in said, Hey, what's up boys? The big that, ben. that is the big Ben that 
Someone Zion. was asking earlier Zion. if you're Big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am. I am like medium size. Medium Ben. ben. <laughs> you're, you're fluffy Ben. You're I fluffy. wear big T-shirts. <laughs> I have big shoes. I Don't feel big, big in my little car, and I smoke big blunts. That's about it. Skunky Ben. Oh. Uh, well, I think uh, I think this is enough for tonight. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cage Wars Fifty was an absolute success. Wow. Now, before we go, hold on. Um, you guys had Cage Wars Forty Nine back in October, I believe, right? Or, it was uh, November twenty third. November twenty third. Um, what was was there a big difference between your first show back since the pandemic? And this one, like, did it feel like this one was fine? Everything was finally back together or did it same, feel the same way last time? The first show back was back in June at the Armory. And oh. that whole process was a clusterfuck. The first show back at the casino would have been 47? No, 48. Oh, you guys been back that long? Yeah, yeah we, man, had, we, well, we did. We we're supposed to do two nights in June. Back motherfucker, back we in- opened this bitch back up. And then the, the first night it fell through because our ambulance never showed up. So we had to cancel Friday and then rebook some fights for later on. But Saturday went off and I walked seven miles Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because that place is such a bad fuck get into that place. But there's no air conditioning in, in the armory. So it's like that's why I said like 35 fucking degrees in there. And that was a thing, like, I'd put on a lot of weight since I had to be in rooms. Like, I got to the point where, like, it it's like bending a bowling ball in half, trying to put socks on. All right. So, like, You're going sure. around in that fucking building up and down, like, umpteen million flights of it's stairs. stairs dude. Yeah, because the locker rooms are down in the pit beneath the fucking armory. So, it's just a... Oh, it's it was cool down there, but the issue was, so, like, I was in the parking garage, which is under there by the locker rooms. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to give me some stony baloney right now. All right. And fucking, what's that little Hispanic dude's name that runs the place, Jay? He was fucking pissed at me. He comes down, dude, and the whole fucking place is like, just reeks of weed. And he's like, just smoke down here. And it was like, big, no. Big and as I said, no, the like puff of smoke comes out of my mouth. <laughs> like, <laughs> the fuck was his name, Jay? <laughs> what? Juan. <laughs> His name was Juan. All right. Well, guys, one last time, we're going to tell you that uh, we appreciate your hospitality at this event. Thank you for inviting us. We are big fans uh, of you guys, especially now. And uh, we're looking forward to getting back up there. Um, I'm sure you have some show information you want to fucking shout out real quick before. I know you got a March 11th coming up. Go ahead and Ahead, say, say a few things, man. And then, All right. So March 11th is Cage Wars 51. April 29th will be Cage Wars 52. After that, we hit June 17th, I want to say, as a pro boxing date. There we go. The up, And then uh, July 8th, there's the dates for you guys. There's going to be two getting added as well. Somewhere in there, I can't say anything about that yet. Jay, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We're fucking taking over the U.S. Northeast, though. Correct. So, um, yeah, guys, make sure you get your tickets for Cage Wars 51. That is the March 11th date. Those are on sale. CageWarsMMA.com. Live stream information will be out closer to the event date. So you guys can make sure you stay tuned to the Cage Wars page for that. Uh, You guys, what's that? The return of of Mr. Lau. 
Oh, you see Lau versus Nate Russell. These are two of the greatest amateur flyweights that you're going to find. Incredible matchup for the main event that night. When do we get to see um, Kennedy back in there? He, I think, you know what? I think that's April. April? I want to say April because I know he was taking a few cards off. Him and his girlfriend just had the baby. Adorable kid, by the way. They got a beautiful photo of the baby in the title belt. Kids shoot double legs already. Yeah. Like, <laughs> their their infant could whoop my ass <laughs> already. We will be, Joe Ivy. Um, you guys thanked us for your the way you guys were treated. This is all shit that you guys have earned. I don't, like, thank me for the fucking media credentials. That's all you got to thank me for. The way you guys have been treated, the respect you were shown, is all shit you guys have earned. Because, Mike, Mish, like I told you guys from day one, you guys could be the biggest fucking media outlet and bare knuckling in combat sports. You're already the biggest fucking media outlet and bare knuckle. You're well on your way to being the biggest and best in all of combat sports. And when that fucking happens, just like I've proudly done before, I'm going to be one dancing on all your naysayers' graves saying, I fucking told you so. You guys are absolutely incredible at what you do. You have a passion for this that nobody else has. And there's a reason you guys get that respect. So every time you thank us for that, understand that you've earned it with your hard work and your dedication to not just these sports, but the athletes in the sport. We thank you Thanks, very man. much for that. Thank man. you. We love doing it. So we're going to continue. And we got these yep. dope ass shirts that we get to wear every once in a while too. <laughs> and I'm going to buy that book and read it in a day, just like Susan Walker. How about that? <laughs> That's the worst part about I haven't even read it in book form yet. <laughs> I've read it twice and like when I'm having a rough point in my day, you just fucking, you know, what's funny. Joe Ivy says now Kith in the comments, my, my new license plate is KTH. That's, and that's what it nice. makes me, but like you just open to a random spot in the book, read the poem and it's going to give you something for your day. It doesn't matter where you are. You just yeah. fucking open it and find one right here. Energy doesn't lie. Good, bad, or indifferent. It's a wave or a vibe. We'll push or pull you where you need to go. Listen to it. Just a random excerpt out of the book. Like, how do you not get any fucking better than that? All right, hey, share the link to where to purchase that book to our page for me. One of you two. Do it. Do it. uh, Right on Amazon. Yeah. Well, share the fucking link, Ben. Share the goddamn link. It's it's too what? Because y'all motherfuckers it. have been drinking already, Mr. Hunnold over there, after almost having a stroke with the fucking videos in the pre-show. Yeah. Uh, you guys don't I'm buy the still book. about to have a stroke. I'll have I'm... autograph copies for you next time I see you guys. I won't. Nice. This guy's a gangster. I'm and actually, uh, by the time I see you, hopefully, I'll, book number two will be out. So. There you go. <laughs> Thank Love you so bruises. much, Jay. Love and bruises. That's my and- and Ben, to go back to what you just said. I'm not going to get over this for at least two or three weeks. Ask Kyle. I'll be talking about this for weeks to come. Uh, Big Ben. <laughs> Even the slightest six. fuck up, I'll be thinking about it forever. I'm yeah. thinking, I've been thinking about it all show. We've ben, got Big Ben three one six. I'm medium Ben three one five. Nah, man. We were driving. Uh, w- w- this is funny. Like when I first realized how much of a fucking perfectionist Mike is. We were, was it Knucklemania one? Yeah. When we were driving to there and you had made, we had interviewed a bunch of people before and we like banged out a bunch of 
editing and stuff in the in the in the hotel room and we wanted to get all these interviews released to the internet before we actually go to the event so they're already out there people could see them and then watch their fight and i noticed that uh i'm like watching it in the in the passenger seat and what was it like you there was like like one letter missing but it popped up for a second and you couldn't see it really knuckle mania he was no eye and mania Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, in one my. of the videos, I was like, dude, yep. it says it, you forgot the eye and knuckle. Me. Yo, you should have seen this fucking dude. <laughs> dude, he's like, motherfucker. He's like, oh, fuck. The whole fucking, like, I, I was like, dude, I don't want to ruin your night. Don't it only me. pops up on the screen for so, so fast. And like, it, you probably would never notice it, but he, he said it because he watched it like 10 times. And I was like, no, we're on the way. Fuck. to the, We're on the way to Fuck. the event. I'm like, Mike, don't let this fucking ruin your entire. <laughs> it's like, like me when people talk about one FC, like my initials are BF. It also stands for bitch fit. And I'm going to fucking throw one. All right. I'm telling you though, but like we drove for like, it, it, it was like a 40. It took an hour drive. and a half for us to, to get there because we got stuck in traffic yeah. and like 20 yeah. minutes later we're just sitting there music's playing and mike goes i can't get that fucking shit out of my head he's like <laughs> i gotta fucking i can't fix it now. i'll be going that? in and fixing that as soon as i can i'm going to fix it as soon as i get there i'm like oh my god dude all right well guys it's been a pleasure having you on tonight we wanted to have you guys on to recap this event with us because it was our first one and it was awesome uh thank you very much for coming on no we don't have an outro video because mike also mike deleted it tonight because you have the best night of his own i deleted it you know what's funny is i left (laughs) i deleted every video except the count the one that says countdown for some reason i thought that that was the video do you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i know what you're talking about that's the generic piece of shit stream yard video but anyways, thank you guys all for tuning in tonight. Thank you to Corey Norman. Thank you to Al Morrow. Thank you to Mendy Chukalevsky for stopping in and talking about their performances. We appreciate you all. And with that, I will say peace. <laughs>